Bonfire Babble. Hello and welcome to the Leo Season podcast for Bonfire Babble. I'm Conowin Moore, your in-house astrologer, and I'm so happy to be with you. Although once again, I'm coming to you from afar and I'm currently holding my new baby in my arms. We have a baby cancer. Uh, we were all kind of surprised because he came a little bit later. He was comfy in his shell and did not want to come out. And we're sitting here together recording this podcast for you. So I hope you enjoy Leo Season and happy birthday to all my Leos out there. So we're going to start the season off on July 22nd when the sun enters Leo at 6.51 p.m. And guess what? This is the same day as our Venus retrograde, which will start and run from July 22nd all the way until September 3rd. That's right, the whole month of August and a little bit of July, a little bit of September. If you caught last month's episode but didn't get to the end of it, I did talk a little bit about Venus retrograde and all the things that you should and should not do. As a reminder, this is not the time to start relationships. A lot of red flags, a lot of flare-ups, problems arise, deal breakers. This is also not a great time to start anything artistic or design-wise. You may be, you know, having to edit, re-edit, or redo a lot of stuff. So just be ready for any problems if you do have to embark on any of those journeys, whether relationship-wise or design, art. And just be careful with your money right now. It's really easy to overspend, especially with Leo season. We want to stand in that spotlight, and it's just all too easy to let our wallets run away from us. So just be aware of Venus rules everything from money to relationships to what we want to attract, what we desire, all the arts, design, beautiful things, right? And so there may be problems that arise in that area. But ultimately, the lesson here, of course, is to connect in a deeper, more meaningful way with ourselves and what we are worthy of attracting, whether that be in relationships or the beautiful things we desire. This time can make us feel a little bit insecure or defensive of what we have, like our possessions, our relationships, the things that we like. It can bring out feelings of low self-esteem, a lack of confidence. So it's important to know where Leo is in your natal chart. Take a look and see where 15 to 28 degrees of Leo is in your chart, and you'll see where Venus is making its retrograde. And that will give you some idea of the realm of what this retrograde might be about if you're a little clueless or not really feeling this energy quite yet. It also presents a great opportunity to work on this area if you're not feeling those lower feelings. But if you are, just be aware this is the energy and it's meant to shape and guide you toward having more confidence and more self-esteem. But it can kind of humble us a little bit at first and be a little tough. Please be gentle and kind to yourselves and to others out there during this time. Now, our chart to start off Leo season, the ingress chart when the sun moves into Leo, as every planet moves into a new sign, it's going to talk to Pluto. And the sun will have just opposed Pluto the day before. Pluto is also squaring the nodes of the moon right now in that really intense square we have going on until July 27th. So this is a pretty chaotic, tough time. I know personally, I've been feeling it. I know a lot of my friends have been feeling this very tense, strenuous time. There's been a bit of chaos, a bit of danger, a lot of things lurking under the surface coming out, a lot of stress. I'm wishing the best for you all out there. Please be safe right now. And remember that this is a time that is very challenging. I would honestly consider this square, this grand square especially, to be like the climax of stress and tension this year. So if you're feeling it or if you are aware of others feeling it. I definitely think that is the energy being presented to us, but I'm hoping as this season of Leo progresses, we get a bit of a break from that. I think it's going to feel like more fresh air is coming our way as the season goes on. But right now we're in the crux of it. 
So a lot of big decisions are probably happening. Things may be coming to light or realizations around what's hidden, what's shameful, what maybe makes you feel guilty. It's Pluto, right? It's that underworld. So opening up the rocks and seeing all the creepy crawlies underneath, whether or not we're ready to look at them, they might be making themselves known to us and forcing us to interact with the nodes of the moon, which makes us change in order to evolve our soul forward. Also, a lot of stuff's interacting with Uranus right now. So some event or something might be kicking off your Venus retrograde, which diminishes your confidence. It may bring up unwanted feelings or feelings of being unloved or unappreciated right now. And also remember, if you're not feeling this, others may be feeling this. So let's all be kind to each other. Watch out for our friends. The moon will be opposing Neptune and Mars will be opposing Saturn at the same time. So these things are getting revealed and our heart may get broken because of the reality, the painful reality coming to light right now. With Mars opposing Saturn, we have Mars, that unstoppable force coming up against Saturn, which is that immovable object. So while Mars is in it for the fight, typically Saturn will win. (laughs) Saturn is, of course, lord of time, and time conquers all. If you're finding yourself coming up against authority figures or boundaries or obstacles, how are you treating these boundaries? Or perhaps you're the one having to set the boundaries. So are they being met with feelings of defensiveness and bitterness towards others? Or are you feeling that yourself toward whatever obstacles you're coming up with? This is a time of frustration. Truthfully, how to heal this is going to be communication. Mercury's on a really nice aspect to Chiron right now. To express your true feelings, stand up for yourself will help. Choosing to act right now will bring a stroke of luck because Mars is talking really nicely to our planet of luck, Jupiter. Even if it's not immediately evident, just choosing to act on whatever information is coming to light. That is the whole purpose of the nodes interacting with the planets right now. We are meant to make these big decisions to take us forward into the year, into the cycle of life, (laughs) into the path of our destiny or however you want to look at that. So move forward with a plan and also don't be afraid to have a little bit of blind faith with it all because Saturn over there in Pisces is reminding us, yeah, you can make all your plans, but at the end of the day, time and circumstance is going to wash away everything that isn't real and leave you with what is actually left. So we may not see the whole picture right now and that's okay. You making decisions every day on behalf of yourself, on behalf of those you love is where you should be at and just checking in with yourself about what feelings of bitterness, lack of confidence, those things that are coming up inside of you making you feel a little bit low or a little bit downtrodden are meant to challenge you. They're not meant to destroy you. It's definitely a hard ingress chart to start this Leo season, and it does kind of set the tone for the next month. However, as I said, we have some easier transits coming our way that are going to assist us with getting out of this rut of all these planetary energies coming together in this chaos and help us get a plan out of here so we can start moving in that more positive direction. So the very next day after Venus is retrograde on the 22nd, Chiron's going to go retrograde on July 23rd. So Venus and Chiron, because they're moving retrograde, they're going to be moving very slowly in the sky. It's a optical illusion for us. So we see the planet almost crawl to a stop and then go the other direction in the sky. We know, of course, that's not actually what the planets are doing, but it's how we see their orbit around the sun. Venus and Chiron, as they're slowing down, they're extremely potent energies for us right now. So that's the planet of relationships and attraction, Venus. And then we have Chiron, which is our greatest wound, how we heal from it, how we heal others from that wound as well, teaching and mentorship and transcendence through mastery. It's a really beautiful energy that Chiron presents us with. And when it goes retrograde, it's asking us again to look at all those things within ourselves and grow from them. So Venus and Chiron working together, this is a lot of working through 
through old wounds, healing yourself through learning, developing your self-esteem, developing your confidence, looking at the attraction of things that we want, as well as maybe the attraction toward things that are getting in our way. If you're feeling motivated around this, I definitely encourage you to do some magic. Um, I also want to encourage you to not necessarily work on manifesting anything right now, more so like a path of self-discovery or magic around bringing in clarity and understanding. Just because again, that Venus retrograde makes manifesting things a little bit trickier. So if you want a better stroke of luck with this, I would really focus in on bringing in those messages around clarity and how to improve yourself, your life, your quality of life, your fulfillment going forward with these energies and maybe be on the lookout for ways that you can learn more. So think about more of an inward, like taking in energy and learning energy versus going out and manifesting or creating something at this time. Now, a couple days later on July 28th at 2.35 p.m., Mercury is going to enter Virgo. Mercury is much more comfortable in Virgo. Mercury rules over the sign of Virgo. This is where Mercury gets to be very organized, very precise and focused. Uh, It really takes perfection to the almost real level because, of course, we know perfection is not actually real, but it gets pretty darn close when it's in Virgo. Mars is also in Virgo right now. So now we have our Mercury mind and Mars, our energy, our action kind of lining up together in this sign around planning. And this is where I really see a lot of benefit for us because Virgo is going to take all that information that we've gotten during this kind of chaotic time and all the feelings and all the things and whittle it down to where, okay, this is what I need to focus on. This is where I want to go. This is what I don't want in my life. And being able to eliminate the things that no longer serve us and go forward with what actually does serve us. So our thoughts and ideas are more organized at this time, we're more discerning, and those thoughts can translate into action quicker and more effectively. I will say watch around August 1st because Mercury is going to oppose Saturn at this time. This could be a true standoff with an authority figure. It may be an instance of, okay, who's actually right? You know, uh, does it matter who's right or is it more just about pride? So what I will say is pick your battles wisely here, but bring your receipts. Try to take in that energy of Virgo and be precise with whatever argument you do decide to come up with and collect the necessary data that can help you. So that brings us on August 1st also to the full moon in Aquarius at 9 degrees. This full moon is going to occur at 11.32 a.m. The nodes are still going to be in a square with Pluto at this time, but they're moving away from that square. So we're starting to actually work through whatever this next phase of life is looking like. The moon is also going to be squaring Jupiter at this time, which square we usually think of as a hard transit, but actually whenever it interacts with Jupiter, it kind of takes Jupiter and makes it a little more beneficial to us because it puts the brakes on Jupiter where Jupiter can be so expansive and so exaggerated. But we have to sort of ask ourselves, is our heart really in whatever we're putting value into right now. Remember, the full moon is a time of illumination. So this should be a time where you're receiving information or receiving something that helps you forward. And it may challenge you, it may challenge your heart, your moon, and say, is your heart really in whatever you're putting your time and energy into? Are you actually living by your values? Are you talking the talk and walking the walk or just talking the talk? But this is a full moon in Aquarius. So it's reminding you to move for whatever you desire, right? So even if it's kind of weird or oddball or strange to you or even other people, uh, Venus is in a really nice aspect to the nodes for this full moon, which is great. So again, calling into question, what is it I'm attracting or want to attract, moving toward that thing, even if it feels a little strange, because Aquarius might bring up some surprises. And these realizations may come as a result of a surprise or a sudden change or event. So trust in it because change is uncomfortable, right? (laughs) If your heart tells you this is where I need to go, 
That's something to trust in, even if it's weird, because Aquarius is ruled by Uranus, the planet of sudden changes and instant ideas and inspiration. So it could come in a flash. Sometimes that flash is something we didn't expect and don't really like to have to deal with. Sometimes that flash is a flash of brilliance. So I hope for you it is the latter and uh, that you have a beautiful full moon. Also being an Aquarius, then this may be a time where you're starting to feel a little bit more rebellious, or perhaps you want to take some action on behalf of a greater collective or an outcast person or a group, because Aquarius is the sign of brotherhood, sisterhood, humanhood, <laughs> the sign of humanly love, I guess. It encourages us to see the unity within all of ourselves and act on behalf of everyone because Aquarius can find the beautiful, unique qualities in others and celebrate those differences and recognize that we are all human and special in our own way. But what's also interesting about Aquarius is it reminds us too that everyone is special, therefore no one is special. (laughs) So finding a truth in the unity of shared consciousness between all of us together is also important because we are all one together and all separate and different. Trying to find that balance I think will be interesting and it may come up as a theme for this full moon specifically. Now, I've said this many times before, but I'm going to just review it again for any of our new listeners out there or anybody trying to learn astrology. The best way to find where this full moon or any moon may affect you in the transits is to look at your own natal chart and find where the degree is of that sign in your chart and then look up the corresponding house that it is in, look up the meaning of that house, and then you can kind of see the arena of life that this transit will play out in. So if we take the full moon in Aquarius at nine degrees, you're going to look in your chart and see where nine degrees Aquarius falls. The chart is separated into 12 sections. And so those are the 12 houses and whatever section of your pie or your chart that nine degrees Aquarius falls in, take a look at the meaning of that house and you'll gain some insight into where that might be playing out for you. So personally, I use a house system called Placidus, which is a little bit more nuanced. Uh, Coke is another one that's a little bit more nuanced. So you do need to find the exact degree of nine degrees Aquarius if you're working with those house systems. If you're working with a whole sign house or equal sign house, it makes it super easy. You just look for wherever Aquarius falls in your chart, and that's the house that you're going to look up to find where this full moon is affecting you. So for me personally, this is affecting my 11th house. So this is the house of friendships and community groups, organizations, hopes and wishes, all the things that are outside in the world that I'm hoping to interact with as I go forth and live out my life and destiny. Corey, this one is hitting you very, very deep this month. This is actually conjunct your IC, so the very bottom of the chart and your natal sun in the fourth house. So this is bringing up themes around family, tradition, your parents, your ancestry, your past, your childhood. And because it's interacting with your sun, this may be very, very close to home for you, as well as that IC. So even some karmic stuff might come up for you. So very, very deep full moon. I would definitely recommend doing something around gathering the messages that come through, because I wouldn't be surprised if you get a number of very potent messages at this time. And Dada, it's going to be happening for you in your third house. This is the house of siblings as well as short-term travel. So travel locally, like how you express yourself. So this can be like your posts on social media or blogs or even your podcast, your voice. That's going to be where this full moon shows up for you. So moving forward from about August 5th through 16th, we have it kind of quiet. Mars and Mercury are going to be making their way through Virgo and they're going to trine Jupiter and Uranus, which is really beautiful. This is a lot of earth energy. So this is bringing in the tangible, right? The real, the physical items, as well as working with the earth itself. This is putting belief systems into practice and to action and good luck around 
whatever it is that those things are manifesting. So I know I talked earlier about maybe don't do a bunch of manifesting with Venus right now. I would use this August 5th through 16th time as a sort of let's find out (laughs) and see what's coming of all of your efforts. So maybe not putting a lot of work into actually specifically manifesting something intentionally, but the work that you're doing during this time is adding up to something of greater value. It may show up later or it may show up immediately. Again, I hope for you it's the latter and that you reap some rewards during this time. But just be aware that some changes or sudden bursts of inspiration might be incredibly helpful. So take note of those things. You may feel very motivated at this time and just pay attention to earth energy. So like the literal earth beneath our feet, your yard, your garden, as well as whatever real tangible results you're manifesting. This could be money. This could be items that you're collecting (laughs) or perhaps getting rid of at the time. Whatever it is, remember, it's Virgo and Taurus energy. So this is Earth energy and Virgo is concerned with finding things that are precise and correct, eliminating the things that are not helpful to you. So just sort of take that in mind. And of course, Jupiter being in Taurus and Uranus being in Taurus, this is about like security and the Earth itself, the literal Earth beneath our feet, our resources, our possessions. So that's just kind of a theme between August 5th and 16th. We also have another theme going on. The Sun and Venus are going to be inching closer and closer together, and they will eventually come together to try and Chiron. So again, Chiron and Venus coming up right now. This journey of healing and learning is happening for us. It's illuminating truth within our soul, right? Touching our Sun. And so have some grace with yourself around this time. Examine what desires you have, what your soul desires. How do you wish to evolve and grow? And how can you shine your brightest light? The sun wants to shine, right? Your sun sign wants to shine. When the sun is interacting with these other planets in the sky as transits, it's reminding us of ways to do that, to tap into that energy. Perhaps it's even surprising to you what comes up around this time and of exploration around what it is you're really desiring. And that's a good thing. It should be helping you carve away what is not helpful, right? Again, taking in that spirit of Virgo. I know it's Leo season, but we're talking a lot about Virgo because there's a lot of Virgo energy in the sky and a lot of deep reflection going on. So take advantage of this time. And that's going to bring us actually all the way to August 16th, which is the new moon in Leo at 2.38 a.m. at 23 degrees. So I'm hoping all this time that we've had in the like previous weeks as August begins gives us a beautiful inspiration for what to focus on for this new moon. And remember that Leo is about sharing childlike joy. So if you were to step into a spotlight, you know, whether that's comfortable or maybe a little uncomfortable for you, what might happen if it looks really successful or even easy, you know, or effortless? And so asking yourself that question and sort of letting that guide you into like, how can you share your light, your childlike joy with others, your inspiration with others. Dare to dream of a reality in which your joy is the primary goal and that the money, resources, and logistics could just follow that. And that's really hard, I think, for a lot of people because we always worry about, well, where's the money going to come from? But oftentimes we put our trust in the universe and what our soul is calling us to do, our heart is calling us to do, and things do end up following. So follow the joy. Uranus will be triggered a lot in the surrounding days during this new moon. So just watch for some unexpected changes and events again that may cause you to have to act because square energy is interacting with this Uranus and it is uncomfortable. So just try to stay flexible around this new moon time. Be ready for surprises. If you can approach it kind of like a child, like what if, you know, or oh, okay, like that happened. (laughs) Haha, that's crazy. Approaching it with a lightness might be really helpful if that's possible. Obviously, if these are more serious things, just try Trying to be flexible and allow yourself the space to make changes as needed will be really important. 
For me personally, 23 Degrees Leo falls in my sixth house, which is the house of daily routines, pets, uh, household chores, health and fitness, all kind of things day to day and mundane that are really important to building up the greater success of one's life. Dada, this is happening for you in your ninth house. So that new moon energy is bringing some sunlight into the house of uh, higher education. This can also look like religion or travel. So thinking going out into the world and like learning and experiencing. So whether that come from a college or, or a form of higher education, a class or something online. It can look like going places that are far distances, whether in your mind or in a book or in real life and actually traveling. And then it can also look like religion or law. So sort of those greater structures that give structure to our world through value systems. So that's kind of where that new moon energy is working for you. And Corey, this is for you in your 10th house. You've got quite the month this month, Corey. <laughs> So that 10th house energy is career, right? And it's not just career, it's like your big goal for your life, the thing that you're really trying to work toward as much as possible and your big dream. So this new moon in Leo is about expressing yourself in that arena of your life. And I hope you come up with some incredible insights here and can go forward and make your mark on the world very bright because <laughs> that is what the universe is challenging you to do right now. So that's exciting and maybe a little bit pressuring, but I hope for the best for you. And after that new moon in Leo, we have from August 17th to the 23rd at the end of the season, the sun will be in a really nice aspect to the nodes, which is a good change from the beginning of the season where we had the sun in a really harsh aspect to the nodes. So now we kind of get to see, okay, like, yes, this is the path we've chosen. This is where we're going. It's highlighting the beginning of this greater, larger new season for us in our life and shedding light on where we're actually going. The path is being illuminated ahead of us. This may signify a better attitude toward those plans and changes or just some, you know, new insight or new information coming to light that helps us make those big decisions. Coming off of all of the stress in July, I think this is going to feel really nice and feel like we, okay, we have some firm footing underneath us finally. And we also will have Venus squared Jupiter. Now, as I said, squares can be kind of that tense energy, but when we have a square with Jupiter, it's actually not too bad. These are two benefic planets. And this is actually the second pass of the square. So this may be bringing up something that happened back in June that you're reworking or reimagining because Venus is going now retrograde over this point. And you're kind of reconsidering your values, your morals, your ideas in order to better suit your needs and help you on this journey toward a stronger, better confidence and self-esteem. And that is going to bring us all the way to Virgo season starting at 2.01 a.m. on August 23rd. And that's the whole season, folks. It's a little bit quieter, which I think we're all kind of looking forward to because it's been crazy. So I hope we can make the most of this time right now. And to help you with that, I have your magic days for you. Uh, I will say all these days are after the direct square with Pluto and the nodes because I really don't like that transit. But they are all unfortunately during a Venus retrograde. So again, just be cautious around what you're trying to manifest or start right now, especially in the realm of relationships, art, design, money, finances. So I really like about August 7th in the evening through the early morning of the night. So 7, 8, 9, but starting in the evening of August 7th. We've got the moon is going to be in Taurus. It's going to conjunct Jupiter or Uranus, depending on which day you do it. It'll be Jupiter first, then Uranus later. It'll be trining Mercury and Mars and Virgo at that time. And the sun and Venus will be trining Chiron at the time. So we get all of those nice transits that I spoke 
spoke about earlier, and the moon is kind of touching on each one of those in a friendly way. So really nice time to do some magic around the themes we talked about from that August 5th through 16th period on August 789. That's going to be that really potent time for that. And then actually a couple days earlier, another option for you would be August 4th or 5th, because moon is going to be a little further back in Pisces, and it'll be conjunct Neptune, and it'll be sextiling Pluto. Touching on Neptune and Pluto, that's very magical. That's, again, pulling out the information from the unknown, getting those clarity messages, working in themes of transformation and compassion. So using that Pisces moon to sort of drift away Great time for a lot of deep meditation or like astral projection if you're into that. Venus will be in a really nice aspect to the nodes at that time, like we talked about. So good time again for messages coming through and working with Oracle decks or tarot and just receiving what it is you need, whatever learning you need to move forward. And the sun squaring Jupiter is that positive aspect. Just kind of watch your ego around this time. So really try to separate yourself from yourself and approach everything with more of an objective point of view if you can, and then receive whatever it is is coming for you. So definitely themes around openness, I think this Leo season for sure. And remembering that like this is all to help us go forward and chase our joy, right? Joy first, and that the rest will follow, the logistics will follow, and that you are worth that and meant for those good things that come in life. Hopefully that gives you some idea of how to work with the energy for this season. I am so happy to be here. Thank you so much to Corey and Detta for having me every month, sharing whatever wisdom I gain from the stars with all of you. It is a true privilege and an honor to be on this podcast doing that for you. And I really truthfully from the bottom of my heart wish you all the best and hope that you make a beautiful result of this season. Or, you know, if you're not into results right now and you just need to take a chill, just enjoy your summer. Float in that bliss and things will come as they are meant to come. Just be open to what the universe is giving to you. I wish you all safety, health, love, and joy. Until next time, be well. Act with intention. And don't forget, you are magic. Magic.